You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family. Happy Friday. This is Brick Sager, um, and I am so excited to be recording another Missions Partner Update podcast. I'm thankful if you have tuned in to our Friday podcast and have have had a chance to listen to all of our different mission partners and how the Lord is using them. Um, I also want to thank you for your support of the church. Um, just know that your generosity and your prayers for our missions partners is truly an extension of the gospel all across the world. And so right now, I want to welcome um, Kay Bennett with the Baptist Friendship House. Um, We had the chance to hear an update from Kay uh, about a couple months ago, and so I would love to hear more about what's happening. Kay, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you, Brick. I appreciate it. Thanks for all that y'all do to help make our ministry possible. Definitely. Well, we are... um, overjoyed to really have you guys as a mission partner um, and to really to hear about the good things that the Lord is doing through you um, in New Orleans. So, Kay, I'm just going to hand it over to you uh, really fast, and I would love if you could share an update with me and the rest of our listeners about how God has been working through the Baptist Friendship House in New Orleans, um, especially in light of COVID-19. I know that that's probably changed up your guys' schedule a ton. Um, And so how's the Lord been at work? It has changed our schedule some. We've gotten kind of creative with how we do ministry. Uh, We're still all about, you know, helping homeless human trafficking survivors and folks living in poverty. So uh, Mm. some of the ways that we've done that, our city has been really good in trying to to work with the state and get a lot of homeless uh, into hotels, but there's still some on the streets. And uh, they organized one location to be able to feed like breakfast, lunch, and uh, dinner to them three meals a day. Uh, we have been able to take masks and backpacks and, and, and needed items uh, over to them. I'm actually going over there today to take uh, someone donated us uh, cleansing cloths, like wipes, mm. so, uh, the, and the resealable. So I'm going to uh, be able to take over uh, some of those for them today to give everybody a pack of those and some backpacks and some items. Uh, but we have continued to do outreach with homeless because because, of course, there's some that uh, have not been able to be placed in hotels and they're still on the streets. So uh, a lot of people don't realize that when you're homeless, there's no place for you to shelter in place and quarantine yeah. yourself. Uh, the other thing is there's no place to continually wash your hands like we've all been told to do. Uh, so we've went out into areas. We've had a lot of actines, WMU groups, churches that have made cloth masks for us. Mm-hmm. And so we've taken the cloth mask and the cleansing cloths and antibacterial soap and hygiene items and, and homeless meal items and put into the backpacks. And we've taken them to the areas where we know that homeless hang out. Uh, this past week when I was out, I encountered a gentleman that 
oh goodness, he didn't have any shoes or a shirt on, and his pants looked like he had had them on for weeks. Uh, because the other thing is with the organizations sheltering in place, the ones that offer showers, because we've offered showers uh, to homeless here in the past too, uh, they're not able to get those showers. So this guy was just in great need. And when I told him I had the cleansing wipes, you should have seen the smile on his face. Mm. Uh, so uh, I know we just we forget about just basic things that we reach out in our houses and we grab each day and use. Uh, uh, we just take them for granted, I think, sometimes. So it's been a blessing to do that. Uh, we've continued to um, uh, offer, like, if we have folks that are at home and they can cook, we have uh, provided some meals or food for them to cook at home. I should mm. say emergency food assistance. Uh, we've also been able, send relief through the North American Mission Board, sent us 1,000 health care packs for our first responders or nurses and healthcare wow. professionals. So we were able to take those to the hospitals and some of the clinics and give those out. And that was a blessing. They were so thankful. Uh, and, you know, that's something that all of our churches can jump on board and do in your areas too, is to uh, just simply get a, you can get Ziploc bags, any type of bag and just put uh, something like protein bars. We put Advil in ours mm. uh, or ibuprofen, uh, just a little pen light, a note in there that says thank you for all that you're doing. Just just any kind of items like that just to take uh, for them to have to say thank you for what you're doing. Uh, we've also continued here to through the use of video calls and things like that to do uh, trainings uh, in regards to human trafficking and our ministry mm -hmm. and poverty. Uh, so that's just, those are some of the things. And we, we've seen a... Uh, I, I don't know if you guys had heard that someone tried to bust the glass out in the front of our building. And I did. When the police, yeah. When the police came, we had to board up the front of our building because they said that all the all the businesses and, and organizations had done that because of people trying to break in. And one thing, uh, with that front boarded up like that, it may look like, even though we've got notes there that says we're open, uh, to some people it may look closed. And we've had lots of folks try to get in that area and shoot up drugs. Mm. And so uh, a couple of weeks back, we had a guy that I heard something hit the wood and I went to the door and this guy had shot something up in his arm. He had two syringes laying by him and he was rolled over and blood was pouring from his nose. So we called 911 and the guy, he, he's gasping for breath and then he stops breathing and starts turning blue. And I had Narcan in my desk for something like that when mm -hmm. somebody overdoses. It's something you can spray in somebody's nose, and it's it won't hurt anybody if at all. But if they've overdosed, it will kind of bring them back to. Mm -hmm. uh, so the 911 caller said, go ahead and spray it in his nose while we wait for the EMTs. And uh, the guy, we sprayed it in his nose, and he began to breathe and came back to and. And the EMTs wow. felt like it would be fine. So that was a, a blessing to have something like that in our desk that we can use when those things happen. But I will tell you, it, it's no fun. And my adrenaline was pumping and I was awake yeah. most of the night after that. So we, we, I guess we do a little bit of everything here, Britt. <laughs> just whatever, whatever God brings our way. We try to, right. to be there and, and meet those needs, build relationships, and, and through Jesus Christ, lives are changed. Man, good word. Good word. Well, Kay, I think I, I really, really appreciate your testimony. Um, and I 
think what, what that shows me is this reminder of, man, where you guys are at, you know, again, COVID, COVID seems to have stopped our world, but the Lord is still keeping you guys as busy as ever, um, doing yes. his mission in, um, in a difficult place. So thank you for your, for your faithfulness in, in scary situations. Um, and, um, also I, I love your idea of uh, supporting our healthcare workers, um, just with a small bag of, um, you know, the, those items. And really that can be, you can really put whatever you think is helpful, um, in them, but that's a great idea. Thanks for sharing that with us. Absolutely. Great. Well, Kay, um, Again, I, I really appreciate your testimony. And, and before we close off our podcast for the day, um, I would love for you to share just some concrete ways that a church member at Carterville could be partnered with the Baptist Friendship House, um, whether that's, you know, in some capacity with materials or, or, or physically or volunteer service or with it's through prayer. Um, but I, I would love if you could share that with us. Absolutely. Always the greatest thing is prayer, because when things happen, like I shared with you with the guy overdosing on the Mm. porch, uh, just wisdom to know what to do and the right decisions to make uh, and for safety reasons. So pray for for safety and wisdom. And as we begin opening back up and doing some of the other ministries that we have done, uh, just pray that we will uh, will know how to do that and do it in a safe way and Mm. and follow all the protocols that are set forth because we we try to honor what our state and our our city are doing too so help us to do that in the right way and and to be with our homeless and folks that are struggling i mean i i think pray for folks that we will probably have more homeless i know we'll have more people living in poverty uh, due to being unemployed and things that are going on in people's lives so so pray for them Uh, the other thing is is we continue to give out the the snack packs or the homeless Mm -hmm. meals i call them uh, we can definitely use protein bars, vienna sausages, fruit cups, mm-hmm. anything with a pop-top lid, uh, the peanut butter crackers, anything we can put in snack packs, juices, those type items uh, to give out to homeless. And if anybody sews and can make these cloth masks, we have been giving out tons of those. So we can always use the, the cloth mask if if someone is making those and uh, continue to use hand sanitizers and things like that too here. Wonderful. Wonderful. Great. Well, Kay, thank you so much for sharing, um, number one, story and testimony of how the Lord is working through the Baptist Friendship House in the midst of COVID-19, but also giving us some concrete ways that we can be praying for and supporting you guys. So thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to do it. I appreciate you all because we can't do what we do here if you all don't do what you do in your church. So we appreciate you very, very much. Mm. Great. Well, thank you for that encouraging word. Church family, I want to encourage uh, you all that as you um, as you you know stop the podcast and go about the rest of your day, um, I want to prompt you to spend a little bit of time right now in prayer for the Baptist Friendship House. Um, pray over these areas that, that Kay has brought up, um, but also um, I would encourage you to, to maybe... Ha- Develop a little bit of creativity um, and get your family together or a friend. And um, if you have an interest in collecting some of these items and sending them down to the Baptist Friendship House, then I would love to help you with that. Um, So that's one concrete way that we can be on mission. 
during COVID-19. Um, so if, if you're interested in doing that, please contact me. Um, also, uh, consider the idea that, that Kay presented about making these uh, really encouraging packs for healthcare workers. Um, that's another way that you can be on mission and encouraging people in the midst of this time. So thank you for listening, and I hope that you will go out the rest of this day and the rest of this week um, with eyes open to how you can be um, compassionate and loving to our neighbors. 